Hey, how about it, you guys? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 52 of Chrome Dome Radio. I'm Chris, and uh, I got all the social networks. All of them. I got the Facebooks, I got the Twitters, I got the Instagrams. Find me on there, and, uh, you know, do whatever you do on the social networks. And uh, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Just kidding. We got a lot to talk about. All my chromies from around the world. Um, other little girl filling up the well today. When the good comes, the bad, the bad comes to good. But I'm gonna live my life like I should. Remember that song? Do you remember the song Limp Biscuit did for Mission Impossible? Just because they don't get it. Still stay fitted. New ever committed. Is that the same song? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm thinking of... Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of Mission Impossible. Because uh, the, whole t- the whole Justin Bieber, Tom Cruise thing. If you haven't heard of it yet, Justin Bieber, out of the blue, uh, shoots out a tweet where he wants to fight Tom Cruise. I don't, Dude, I don't know if it's psychotic or hilarious. Or both. I mean, it could easily be both. Uh, he's like, he shoots out this tweet. Not only does he want to fight Tom Cruise, but he specifically says he wants to fight Tom Cruise in the octagon. Like, I guess, MMA style. And he wants Dana White to throw this thing together. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine being Tom Cruise and Justice Justin Bieber uh, challenges you to a fight? Because you know, what, what, Tom Cruise is on Twitter? No, he's not. Somebody from his PR team probably walked up to him like, Mr. Cruz, Mr. like shaking. They're like nervous to speak to him. Like, Mr. Cruz, uh, uh, I'm so sorry to disturb you. And Tom Cruise is there like, like being fed grapes, like leaning back, like being fed grapes. Mm. What is it? That's my Tom Cruise impression. What is it? He's like, sir. Incoming message. Incoming message. <laughs> We've just received word that Justin Bieber wants to fight you. MMA style in the octagon. And you know, Tom Cruise was like, Who is Justice Bieber? <laughs> Who? Who is Justice Bieber? A crime-fighting beaver, of course. Who is Justice Bieber? Like, there's no way Justin Bieber was ever on Tom Cruise's radar before. Until now. And what a fight it shall be. And by the way, Tom Cruise, in all of his 56 years of glory, dude's 56, he's in phenomenal shape, would crush Justin Bieber. Come on. Dude would crush him. He does all of his own stunts. What does Justin Bieber do? You know what he... Dude, you can't... You can't tough talk somebody when you're the one responsible for baby, 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 oh, baby, or I'm sorry. How's that song go? I'm sorry. I just remember that. I'm sorry, baby, 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 oh, come get it, Tom Cruise. Come get it, Tom Cruise. I want you in the octagon. 
Dana White, will you put this together? I want to fight Tom Cruise. Mm, what the fuck could Tom Cruise have possibly have done? What could Tom Cruise have done to piss off Justin Bieber? He doesn't. When you listen to Tom Cruise talk, he doesn't even say things. He just says like nothings. So there's no like. Has anybody ever been offended by anything Tom Cruise has ever said? The, the biggest headline he ever made with anything he ever said was when he did the whole I love you Katie Holmes thing and he jumped on a couch like a fucking maniac. That was it. So I don't understand how you can... Uh, why Tom Cruise? 31 years older than him. Uh-huh. I guess if you are going to pick a fight, pick somebody older than you. I've been wanting to fucking kick Jeff Goldblum's ass for the past decade. Jeff Goldblum, you and me, on Chrome Dome Radio, down here in the Chrome Cave. It's going down. It's going down, Jeff Goldblum. And he's like, <laughs> So you two, uh, you two, uh, d- dig up dinosaurs? <laughs> What what could Tom Cruise have said? Or done? I oh, do, you know what? Now that I I hope it was something juicy. I hope something juicy comes out. See, this is when I can get I can get into some celebrity drama. That's what the, that's what celebrities are good for. They're literally clowns for our entertainment. When you're that big, when you're that big, you are a clown for my entertainment. Dance, clown! (laughs) Hey, Mission Impossible 17, clown! It couldn't be that Tom Cruise insulted Justin Bieber's music. Everybody does that. That's why I want something good. Dude, is Justin Bieber married? What if Tom Cruise banged his girl? Dude, what if Tom Cruise... Banged Justin Bieber's girl. I don't know if he's married. But you know he could pull it off. He's Tom Cruise. Dude. <laughs> what, if, <laughs> what if he got a... What if Tom Cruise got secret messages from Scientology people? What are they called? What is it called when you're in Scientology? Let's call them... The high priests of Sinai. I don't know what the hell to call them. Those people from Scientology, they were like, what if Justin Bieber insulted Scientology before? And they were like, you need to take him out. They sent him, they sent him a, uh, a message that will, oh, dude, hang on. I need to put on, I need to put on Justin, I mean, uh, Mission Impossible music. This needs some Mission Impossible music. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. Cruz. The man you're looking at is Justin Bieber. A former teeny girl heartthrob who currently sports a shitty man bun. We've learned that he plans to drop a new album in the near future. I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> 
This new music will subject the American people to heinous sounds in their ear holes. <laughs> Your mission, Tom Cruise, should you choose to accept, is to bring Justin Bieber's girl to Pound Town, USA. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Mr. Tom. Dude, and like Tom Cruise takes his shit way too seriously. Like he gets a message like that and immediately it's the most real thing on the face of the planet. He's like, I gotta bank Justin's girlfriend now. I have a mission and I chose to accept it. And now she's going to Pound Town, USA. God, how do you get tough, getting tough talked or tough talking Justin Bieber? I'm like, baby, 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 oh, bring it, Tom Cruise, bring it, Tom Cruise, I'm sorry. Dude, Justin Bieber just doesn't come across as the kind of guy that can talk like that. You know what he comes with? Dude, Justin Bieber wears onesies to bed. <laughs> Justin Bieber drinks from a sippy cup. He drinks from a sippy cup, and he wears onesies to bed. And he wears the onesies that have the buttons on his ass so he could pop them open so he could take a poop. <laughs> and he leaves one open so half his ass is hanging out the whole time. But at least they're a, a good color, the dark blue. Oh, come on with this mic stand. Oh, Mission Impossible. Dude, the first Mission Impossible was a good movie, though. You know, a lot of, you know eh, uh, there's been a lot of Mission Impossible movies, and I wonder how many people, even if you've seen the new ones, you could watch the new ones and not necessarily have seen all of the, excuse me, all of the old ones. And I think that especially goes for the original. Like, yeah, okay, in the newest one, what is the newest one called? Is the newest one Ghost Protocol? Like, there's some characters in that one that uh, uh, you might not have recognized if you didn't see the original. But regardless, the first one's kind of a standalone movie, and I like it a lot. And that movie, to me, was the most unique of the franchise. I think they were thinking of taking the, the, the franchise one direction, and then, like, MI2 came out, which was the weirdest movie. It was probably the worst one in the, in the entire series. And that, that launched things in a completely different direction, and then they ended up, I think, getting better. And now they're just, uh, they're just, they're just a lot of fun. That's all it is. You have a lot of fun in those types of movies. Which is fine. Dude, the first Mission Impossible, though, uh, with Emilio. Yeah, you remember Emilio's in that movie? Emilio Estevez. And, and nobody saw it coming. He's, he's not, he's not even in like, what is he in? A quarter of the movie? Hey, spoiler alert. Dude gets a spike through the face <laughs> in an elevator shaft. That was a, that was actually a pretty cool way to go. A pretty cool killing. I didn't see it coming. Granted, I was like 12 when I saw it. But uh, nobody saw it coming. Emilio gets... Uh, so what happens, if you didn't see the movie, is he's he's doing uh, secret agent spy stuff in an elevator shaft, and he's standing on top of the elevator, and the elevator's not moving. And then somebody, I think, 
triggers the elevator to shoot upwards, like goes through the, the elevator shaft so fast. And Emilio's obviously still on top. And as soon as he's about to hit the roof, like these spikes drop down and they impale him in the face. And then he got a new face hole. <sighs> as I'm thinking about it too, I think I like movies like, well, okay. <sighs> Maybe this is just where I'm at in life now. But, and you know, because I'm having such a tough time getting into and then staying into Game of Thrones. It's just you have to invest so much into stories like that and you have to watch from the beginning otherwise you don't get the next episode and you and it's just a mess. You just have to invest so much time into it. And I like Mission Impossible because you don't necessarily have to do that. You could skip a movie and probably just be fine uh going from there. And I think uh like I've noticed that about me. Like, I used to love stories like that, like these long, drawn-out stories, and you have to start from the beginning, and you have to know the whole history. But these days, man, I'm just like, it's fake! It takes too much time for fake things to happen. <laughs> like, it's fake! And I think that's why I'm having a tough time with Game of Thrones. But I wasn't always like that. You know, I liked Lord of the Rings and other stories. I like the, the the shows that I can get invested in now. I think the last show I really got invested in and watched it from beginning to end and enjoyed every second of it was Breaking Bad. Oh, and Mr. Robot. And that's it. Like, to me, like, those are a little bit more realistic stories. Yeah, you gotta stretch the imagination a little bit, which is fine. But, you know, stretching the imagination a little bit is different than dragons and zombies and magic and witches and whatever the hell else they throw into the storyline of Game of Thrones. It's just like, it's tiring. And it's fake! <laughs> uh, but, uh, and like, uh, oh, and I like stories like Black Mirror because Black Mirror, you could watch one episode and sh done, you got it. You got it. One episode, and it's a story. It's a coherent story. Standalone. Boom. Move on. You can wait a few weeks. Watch the next one. There's no cliffhangers. Good to go. I like that. <laughs> Dude, you know what I also do, which is bad? No, it's not bad. It's awesome. I take it back. It's awesome. I watch movies over and over again. I watch movies. No, okay. I don't watch all movies over and over again. I watched the movies I liked when I was a kid. Like the... Not the animated ones like Aladdin and Lion King. I watch like Ninja Turtles over and over again. There's something about those movies. They're comforting. And, and they usually... It's like one of those things where if I'm doing work or something or if I'm editing a video or whatever... <clears throat> I'll throw it on in the background. And uh because I know it like I don't have to I don't have to pay 100% attention to it. You know, I could kind of pay attention to the parts that you know I'm really into and I know the story. So like if I don't know the movie and I put it on, I'm going to want to watch it. That's you know that's why I put it on when I go to sleep. I like falling asleep to the TV and you know if you put on something you haven't seen before, you're going to want to watch it. You get invested. And then it keeps you up. And I need my beauty sleep. And, uh, 
So I put on the, and I've been doing it bad, like more recently, like bad lately. Like I think I've watched Ninja Turtles from 1990. I think I've watched it three times in the past two weeks. Not even, not the whole thing. Like I'll put it on and it'll be in the background or I'll pull it on, put it on and I'll fall asleep to it. But I've definitely clicked play on that title trace times in Dos Wicos. I didn't know he spoke Spanish. Uh, and they lead to amazing dreams. That's not even true. They don't lead to amazing dreams. I don't. I don't dream a lot. I used to. I used to dream a lot. You know when I dream now, like if I fall asleep at the time that I'm f- supposed to fall asleep, and then I wake up when my alarm goes off, and uh, n- uh, no dreams. Nada. The tank's empty. But if Taylor wakes me up. And then as I'm trying to fall back asleep before my alarm goes off, that's when the dreams come out. And I'm not even like, I never have. First of all, (laughs) dreams always end at the worst time. Dreams always end at the worst time. It makes me wonder if like your mind pauses a moment in the dream just so you could wake up before it happens. I don't like that. But anyway, so <laughs> it's like, it's like it's like uh it's like the type of thing where you you're you're the other guy in that pool scene with Phoebe Cates. Right? And she's about to take her top off. And right as she gets to right here, you wake up. Good timing, mind. Thank you, brain. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I don't even, like, my dreams, they're either super weird or they're super horrific. They're either super weird or super horrific. And I know a lot of people say that, especially the weird part, but, like, it's really weird. Like, I, I had a dream recently where, and it's, okay, when I say apocalyptic, I mean, when I, when I say horrific, I mean apocalyptic. It's always apocalyptic. Okay, okay, before I get the, you know, you need to see a psychiatrist, you were, you, you know, subconsciously you are losing control of things, and that's why you're dreaming of the apocalypse. All right. <laughs> the... My most recent dream. So here's what happened. I was in, I was literally in the scene of Star Wars where they're sitting there uh, before they're attacking uh, the one of the, what, the one of the star destroyers, and Luke's sitting there with the, you know all the pilots around him, and uh, there's one guy up front giving the instructions. It was that, but on the screen was John Travolta's face from that freaking alien movie he was in what was that alien movie john travolta john travolta alien movie uh battlefield earth so it's his face from battlefield earth he's the bad guy we gotta spill shit everywhere we gotta go get him right and so we hop in our by the way no did we get planes no, we didn't get planes. Guess what we got? We got pogo sticks with laser beams. 
We got pogo sticks with laser beams in my dream. That's the most extravagant thing I could think of. Pogo sticks with laser beams. So we hop on our pogo sticks out to uh, find the, uh, the evil John Travolta from Battlefield Earth. And uh, we end up going to my high school. My, uh, my, my, the, literally the high school that I went to and the roof was blown off and it turns out that John Travolta had summoned uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex Ziz, Tyrannosaurus Rexes multiple Tyrannosaurus Rex dinosaurs to climb volcanoes in the area so that they can jump in thus causing the volcanoes to erupt and his plan succeeded, and we all died. My dreams. Yeah, so that's 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 what I wake up to in the morning, and then I have to sit through Atlanta traffic thinking of that stuff. <laughs> you know, and and because it happens a lot too, because Taylor, Taylor. My wife, when she wakes up early, she wakes up like a fucking orangutan. Like, <laughs> she, you know what she does? She, uh, yeah, she, she yells like an orangutan when she wakes up, and then she, she, you know, stops on over to the bathroom. And then slams the door. Clunk. And oh, before she slams the door, she flips the light switch on, and the uh, beams of uh, of hell shine on my eyes and wake me up there. And then slams the door shut. And then she puts on her tap shoes and taps in the bathroom. And then uh, you know does her business and flushes the toilet. And then. Uh, Decides when she opens the door to go back to bed, she goes back to bed singing show tunes. Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. Then she goes back to bed. What do I do? This is what I do when I wake up early. I very gently pull the blanket off of my body. I slither off the bed. I tiptoe to the bathroom. I then first close the door and in closing the door I turn the knob prior to shutting it completely so that it doesn't click or bang when it's being closed, then I release it. And then the door's closed. Then, since the door's closed and the light can't bother anybody, I flip the light on. Tiptoe to the toilet. When I pee, I pee on the side of the toilet so that you don't hear the water stream. I don't flush because if it's yellow, it can mellow. Open the door 
back up. First turn the light switch back off. And then pitch black of darkness, open the door back up, tiptoe back to bed, slither on in, and delicately place the blanket over me. Tell me that isn't a difference between men and women. Tell me that isn't a difference. You know what? Because men know. Because men know if they wake up the woman, like the crypt keeper, she comes up. I, how dare you disrupt my slumber? And you're like, no! Dude, women wake up nasty when they're woken up like that. Oh, my goodness. And you, Dude, come on. You know it's true. You know it's true. Don't deny it. <laughs> I had this other dream where... Uh, how the hell did this dream start? You can never remember these stupid things. This was more recently, though. And again, it happened after Taylor woke me up and I had to try to fall back to sleep. Um, somehow I ended up... It was another apocalyptic scenario. All right, this is what I think happened. No. All right. We it's it, uh, we were camping. Of course, we were, we were camping somewhere in the mountains. I don't know where. We were in the mountains. And my whole family's there. And, uh, and there's a zombie outbreak, naturally. Naturally, there's a zombie outbreak, and I have to put on my hero hat and save the world, and of course all I have is a bow and arrow, and naturally, the zombies take over our campsite, so naturally, we have to find the nearest sanctuary, and our sanctuary was in a dollar tree, and I remember in the dream, I remember thinking this in the dream, I was like, perfect. The Dollar Tree has all the necessities to survive an apocalypse. It's actually kind of sound. I mean, you could you could legitimately probably survive in a Dollar Tree for a while. Dude, what is it about Dollar Tree that makes it so great and so weird at the same time? Like, this, okay, this just happened too. First of all, I'm awkward when it comes to small talk to begin with. When people do small talk, I this is me. Why? It drives me nuts. Especially when I see the person every day. And I know what they're going to say before they say it. Just lame introduction. I'm about that weather out there. Fuck the weather out there. What are you talking about? Yes, yeah, sun, rain, clouds. Yeah, it's out there. It ain't going anywhere. It's always there's always gonna be weather out there. How about that weather out there? <laughs> uh, dude, the last time I was at Dollar Tree, I swear the, the, this is what the cashier says to me. I was buying band aids, and the cashier goes, "These band aids for you." 
Did you just ask me if the band-aids I'm buying are for me? Yeah. Yeah, they're for me. Do you see anybody else around? What the fuck kind of question is that? Who else would they be for? Furthermore, what does it matter? What kind of conversation is that going to start? Like, are they going to be like, oh, I love this brand Band-Aid that you've chosen. Do you? How many have you tried? Several. Several brands ban, uh, brands of Band-Aids. Dude, you, it, that happens to me frequently at Dollar Trees. Dollar Trees are a breeding ground. What is it? Could you imagine, like having to conduct a uh, interview for a Dollar Tree associate. <laughs> Hello, I'm the manager of this Dollar Tree establishment. Um, what, um, what are some of the skills that uh, you have that would apply to this position? Um, sir, I have five years' experience managing and organizing my hentai collection. And furthermore, I also successfully reduced competition at my last furry convention by dressing as the only fuchsia-colored platypus. Fuchsia-colored platypus, you say? Brilliant! Brilliant! Next question. Can you recite every lyric to the soundtrack of Nightmare Before Christmas? Of course, sir, since the age five. I've seen that movie 400 times. Boy, aren't you a godsend. Final question. Have you thought about either killing yourself or another person in the past 60 days? My father, you're hired. I want you. You're hired. <laughs> well, lost the Dollar Tree crowd. There that goes. I'm still stuck on the Tom Cruise. I know I'm going to go back. What do you think Tom Cruise's net worth is? Tom Cruise's net worth. Tom Cruise net worth. $550 million. Wow. I think uh, Jerry Seinfeld's worth more than that. Jerry Seinfeld net worth. Everybody, it, like you type Jerry in, and it, yeah, he's worth nine hundred fifty million, dude. What's Bieber worth? Justin, Justice Bieber net worth two sixty five. Hey, Mister Bieber, Cruz beat you on uh, net worth, though, bro. The net worth game is fun.
Uh, one more question. Do you listen to Limp Biscuit? I didn't want to wake up today. Everything is fucked and everybody sucks. You're hired. You're hired at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> oh boy. Because Tom Cruise is uh, banging Justin Bieber's girl. Because he got a message from uh, Mission Impossible. What was the name of the organization? MI2? MI or MI2. The organization Mission Impossible? I don't know. Could you imagine? Like, what? Yeah. Like, how do you date somebody that big? That famous? Do they still have classifieds? Are classifieds still a thing? Let's see. Wow, that was violently vibrating my phone. Are classifieds still a thing? Remember those? Oh, not classifieds. Like the missed love things. Missed love Atlanta. Let's see if there's not missed love. What is it called when you like... Classifieds. Oh, missed... Yeah, missed love's connections. Oh, they shut it down on Craigslist. Oh, but you could still open it up. In Atlanta, last night at the sports bar, male for female. Last night at the sports bar, male for female. So last night, I was at the sports bar, and it was two ladies sitting at one of the tables, and I offered to buy one drink. And she thought, that was really nice of me. She asked for my name. There's no periods, by the way. Run on sentence, guy. She asked for my name, but I can tell from looking at her she wanted to talk to me. And I can also see your eyes looking down, wondering what I wondering what I had below. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. You're lying. He was a very go he was a very gorgeous female. What? He was a very gorgeous female. I thought you... S I thought... <laughs> I think you saw that I had a hard-on. It says, I think you saw that I had a hard-on. Uh, this is already good. Missing my Spanish tutor? What? Need a Spanish tutor? I prefer a Spanish girl that is hot. No men. I stay in a predominantly Mexican community, and I want to know what the girls are saying about me. What? We can discuss the rate, not paying much. What the fuck about this is appealing, guy? Like, come and be my little bird. I'm not going to pay you much, but like, yeah, come be my servant. I prefer her cute, hot, and legal age to older. Just still turn heads. What? Oh, here's one in, in my town, of which I will not say on the internet. Male for male. Bottom or top, anytime. That's it. And done. <laughs> what the uh, oh man, 
these are I thought these were gone. I thought these were taken off of uh um Craigslist. And maybe the classifieds were, but they still have the missed connections. My lawn guy. Where did you go? You would take care of my yard and I would take care of you. Get in touch. You gotta have more description than that. You're never gonna find this person. That's all it says. Let's pick a different town. Let's pick, um... So, missed connections. In... What's a good town? Let's go... Gotta go. Let's go New Mexico. Santa Fe. Santa Fe missed connections. Oh no, let's do Albuquerque. Albuquerque. All right. Oh yes, this one's at a Carl's Jr. Oh, please be a good one. Hello. Oh, okay. It's titled "Super Hot Girls at Carl's Jr. Saturday Night." Hello. I saw a car full of smoking hot young ladies the other night. Not sure if you had car trouble or what. I'm not from the area. Live north of Albuquerque for several months. I haven't seen women as lovely as you since the early 90s. Dude, you're already aging yourself. Like, how old are you? I mean, since the early 90s. It's 30 years ago, pal was wondering where you were going or coming from. Would love to hear from you. Man. This is weird. This one's called Short Girl. You work at Walmart Neighborhood Market in Rio Ran Rancho? Ran Rancho? Rio Rancho. You were ringing me out Saturday, but couldn't sell me liquor. The first time I saw you, you look irked because they told you to go up front and work a register. I know you're young, but I think you're hot. You have long black hair. Tell me tell me what I was wearing. This is dude, this the classifieds are the weirdest thing. Like, do you really think you're gonna hear from this person? Not classifieds, misconnections. Costco Coors Bypass. And they don't even like... There's not a description. Like, you don't even know if it's a male or a female half this time, like, reading these. Saw you in the parking lot as we were both walking in. You had a white blouse and reddish pants. Driving a maroon CX-5. We ran into each other once or twice in the aisles and again as I was chatting with a friend. Just want to let you know I found you to be very lovely wanted to say hello but opportunity didn't present itself so I'm saying hello now and hope so to see you that's a little bit more of a sweeter one but also at the same time really fucking stalkerish like he knows the model of the car dude I just gave myself the chills dude it, this is creepy man like when you're out in public and people are paying that close of, atten close of attention to you without saying anything like, yo, if you didn't say anything when you saw me, you missed your opportunity. 
Yo, that's fucking creepy though, right? Like, you're just, oh man. Like, you know the car that I drive. And there's a theme on here too. It seems like it's a lot of older guys talking about young to, or underage to very young legal aged girls. <laughs> oh man. Old guy at caps. Trader Joe's. Like, and, and there's very specific times where, like, this guy dropped an item at a store. Girl that dropped item at store. To the beautiful lady who dropped her can, I was glad I was able to help you out and message me if you see this. Dude, that was it. There was an opportunity to say hello. You didn't. She left. You go home. That's it. You don't go on the internet. You don't go on the internet on Craigslist, no less. And post a misconnection thing. It's just, dude, is it weird? I don't know. Maybe I'm just not with the times, guys. We live in the future. Fucking Christ. Well, on that note... On that note, guys, uh, I'm done. I'm fried. Uh, next episode will be out on... What's today? Oh, it'll be out on Sunday. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in again. The website's chromedomeradio.com. We have all the social networks, the Facebooks, the Twitters, and the Instagrams. Uh, find me on there. And, uh, you know, tell a friend about us. Seriously, if you're still watching, come on, if you're still watching, <laughs> you must be a real chromie. You must be the real thing. Tell somebody about us. Get somebody else to subscribe. The YouTube channel is surprisingly growing slowly, but I think last time I checked, I think we were just above 130 subscribers. But the goal is to hit 1,000. We want 1,000 subscribers because that's when we can click the monetize button. And, uh, and uh, go from there, guys. So, you know, whoever you can, whatever you can do to help out, get whoever you can to subscribe. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And I'll see you next time. Later.